Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 344 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about battling your tennis super villains. I, this is, I actually love this topic because it's a mental toughness topic, just a little kind of quick concept to give you a little bit different perspective, uh, a little bit different outlook on how to view things when you're on the court and battling against a tough opponent. This is one of those mindset things that to me is like a huge differentiator between people that are great competitors and people that are poor competitors. If you get this wrong and you view you view difficult situations on the court in the wrong light, then it can work actively against you. If every time you come up against an obstacle on the court, it's like a, a huge inconvenience and it's it makes it that much more challenging for you to really kind of get up the spirit to play well and fight, then you're always going to struggle in tennis. Uh, tennis has just kind of a special way of challenging you, not only physically, but also in that mental capacity as well. And this is a big part of that. So where this really stems from is a, a quote or a concept that I heard not too long ago. And it's something that has really stuck with me and kind of instantly made sense to me from a storytelling perspective. This was an interview that I heard with, I believe, somebody who was a screenwriter for, for movies, uh, somebody who who did cinema storytelling. And stories is it's kind of a lot of what we do here at Essential Tennis as we create content and we, we try to share the stories of our students and the stories of our coaches here and success stories and struggles and, and obstacles and all of that. And so this really kind of stuck with me, made a lot of sense. The The concept or the quote that this person said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the original source, but this person said, a story can only be as good as the antagonist is bad. If you're not familiar with that term, antagonist, it just it means just the bad guy in the story. So when you go watch a movie, who, whoever's trying to keep the good guy or the good girl from overcoming and saving the day and being a hero, that's the antagonist. And they can only the the story is only as good as how difficult the antagonist makes their life and it's not always a person it might be a creature it might be a tornado it might be a you know natural disaster of some kind but there's some kind of force or some kind of being that the people that we're rooting for are struggling against and to the degree that they struggle against that force or that being or that obstacle is the potential for how good that story can be. Is the worse off that they become, the more we're like, oh, wow, can, they, can this really ha- like, can they really overcome this incredibly difficult situation? Is this even possible? You, you feel more and more sympathy. And, you know, when it's done well, obviously. And I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of oversimplifying this, obviously, just to kind of make the point. And hopefully you can see where I'm going here. I'm sure you can at this point. When it comes to the story of playing a tennis match, there's a tremendous amount of obstacles. And I want you to think in terms of like who, who your worst 
possible opponent could possibly be on any given day when you go out and play tennis. Maybe their style is exactly, maybe they're like a pusher or a counterpuncher, and the style of tennis they play just matches up absolutely terribly for what your skills are. Maybe they make bad line calls or questionable line calls. Maybe their level is way above yours or way below yours, and you, you struggle with one or the other. Maybe they do annoying things like grunts, or they use weird spins or weird techniques, or they drop shot lob you, or they celebrate loudly after you make mistakes, and they're getting like really fired up over on the other side of the net. Maybe they talk a lot between points or during changeovers, and it's just kind of throwing you off your game. Or maybe they immediately picked up on what your weaknesses what your weaknesses are, and they just kind of are picking on your weakness over and over and over again. Whatever it is, there's, there's, like a, there's a million ways, literally, that our opponents on a tennis court can get under our skin. Some of them are tactical, some of them are skill-based, some of them are personality-based, some of them are gamesmanship-based, you know, some are super questionable, others are totally legitimate, but it, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. At the end of the day, what true competitors do, what great champions at any level, doesn't matter if you're world-class or if you're a beginner, what great champions are able to do is persevere through those difficult times and bring the focus back to themselves, their skills, their tactics, what they need to do, what patterns they need to deploy, what shot selections are going to work the best. And they are able to just calmly reverse engineer the match and still figure out a way to win no matter how many different difficult obstacles and circumstances their opponent throws at them. And that's a skill and it takes development. It's not something that's natural. It's something you have to actually work on in a competitive environment over and over again to become good at it. And so with a little bit of practice, I believe that you can view these types of difficult situations as opportunities. This is an opportunity to write an incredible tennis story to the degree that your opponent is annoying or difficult or challenging in any way is to the extent that you are able to walk off the court. You have the potential, the opportunity to walk off the court feeling incredibly satisfied. And those are the movies that so many people love so much, right? That's what we love to see when we go to the movies, when we watch a TV series or a documentary or whatever. We love to see the good guy, the protagonist, overcome and persevere and in the face of insurmountable you know, challenge, still brush themselves off, wipe the blood off the corner of their mouth and just say, you know what? I don't care how hard this is. I'm going to figure out a way to overcome it. Those are the stories that we love to hear, the stories that we love to tell. And every time you walk onto a court, you have the opportunity to make that kind of story. I'm not suggesting that you know every single match you should hope for it to be as difficult and and annoying and challenging and impossible you know as humanly possible. That's not at all what I'm saying. But when circumstances are difficult and we are being challenged, this is just a different twist that you can put on that situation. You can flip it on its head and see it as a positive instead of it being an overwhelming negative. And that kind of reminds me of 
the book title by Billie Jean King, Pressure is a, is a Privilege, is the title of, of, I don't know if it's their most recent book or not, but I love that concept of viewing it as actually a positive, that so many players view pressure as a negative thing, like it's saying something bad about us, like it's some kind of indicator that we're weak. But no, absolutely not. Pressure is an incredible opportunity to learn something about yourself, to grow, to develop as a person, as an athlete, as a, as a human being. And I believe the same thing is true of difficult opponents. It doesn't have to just be pressure. There's all kinds of obstacles that get put in our way when we go out to play a tennis match. And the last thing I want you to think about is, I, I believe that this is true in a, in a micro sense. I mean... Think about individual points, the points that are the most satisfying, at least for me, I'm sure this is probably, you can relate to this. For me, the points that are the most satisfying are the ones I had absolutely no business winning. My, I was so far out of position, my opponent had an incredibly easy put away opportunity, and I just found out some way to either fake or just sprint or you know dig something out just before it bounced for the second time and against all odds figure out a way to still win the point that by all counts I should have lost right how satisfying is that when you win that type of point so that's kind of in a micro sense like point by point you have that opportunity to write an incredible story have an incredible comeback and against all odds become the victor instead of the person that was maybe supposed to lose. That can happen on a game level, that can happen on a set level, that can happen in, on a match level, that can happen on a team season level, that can happen in a calendar year level, that could happen in a decade. I mean, over, in a very, very macro sense, you might struggle with developing in several different ways for years and years, and then finally have a breakthrough and have that in, that incredible sense of satisfaction of, you know what? It was hard. It was difficult. I thought about giving up, but I didn't. And look at what I now have to show for it. And the reality is you never know when that pivot point might come. You never know when that breakthrough or that epiphany might happen. And it's that way with great stories. And it's that way with our tennis So just because you finish a match or a season or a year or a decade defeated and dejected or depressed about where you're being left at that given point in time, it doesn't mean it ends there. You have a choice. Just like the heroes and all of your favorite movies, there's that moment where you know, probably nobody would really blame you if you gave up at this point, but you have the choice. It's up to you. Are you going to get up and figure out a way to push forwards or are you going to give up? And so maybe that's over, it's making it a little more dramatic than it needs to be, but I'm just kind of doing it as an illustration to hopefully broaden your perspective a little bit and get you to think about the fact that you shouldn't really be viewing obstacles as these these big, you know, um, inconveniences. I mean, yes, they are literally an inconvenience, but would you really want everything to just be easy? Would you really want to go out and win every match without having to try hard? Would you really want to just pick a stroke 
and then just instantly be able to just hit it perfectly? I mean, that sounds fun at first, but how quickly would you become bored with the game? How quickly would it just become routine? If everything that you wished for just instantly happened on the courts, would it really be that gratifying? Would you really be that fulfilled by the game? Would you really feel satisfied when you walked off the court? If there wasn't some kind of villain to overcome, whether it's yourself or your opponent or a stroke or something else on the court that's just, just you just can't figure out how to overcome it, I would submit to you that we need those big obstacles. We need those mountains put in the way from time to time. That's what makes it so fulfilling. That's that To the extent that happens, that's the opportunity that we have to walk away feeling satisfied and accomplished. And like we, we really earned this step forwards, even if it's a tiny step forwards. So keep that in mind. Your story can only be as good as the antagonist is bad. I'm not trying to say that you should wish for everything to be terrible and as ter- incredibly difficult as possible. I'm not trying to say that at all. But when those obstacles do pop up, just un- realize that you have a choice. You you can view it through the lens of it being a, a huge, huge problem, or you can view it through the lens of, all right, this is just another chapter in my story. This is, this is another scene in my movie. This is another chapter in my book that I get to write. And you make the choice about what your outlook and what your perspective is like and how that paints the way that you view that roadblock in the middle of your road. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper into mental toughness and, and these sorts of perspective issues, which I love, we have two programs, one called Mental Tennis Mastery and the other one called Mental Tennis Breakthrough. They're both excellent and really dive deep into mental toughness. You can check, those, check both those out by going to EssentialTennis.com and then click on Courses. Thank you so much for listening today, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. For more free, game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.